sense freak and a sexual Adonis walk into a bar. It's Big Apple Baseball, broadcasting to you live from the corner of Soft Soap and Sport. I'm Luke Lowry, and in case you didn't know, I'm the sexual Adonis. <laughs> to my left, he knows baseball, he knows computers, he knows the difference between Baratheons and Batarians, and it's not their dick size. He's Chris Calderon. Uh, I'm probably the only person that gets that joke, because I'm a nerd. <laughs> and to my right, you know him, you tolerate him, you want your nonsense hole filled? Well then, he's your man. He's Jeff Morehouse. I do fill a lot of nonsense holes. A lot. That just sounds wrong on so right. many levels. Yeah, Depending so, wrong, how so wrong that it's right. There you go. Or so wrong that it's white. Alright, how you guys doing today? <laughs> on that note? Uh, if we only had the sound of a car crash. Right? Yeah, we gotta put that in. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for that car crash I do have sound. the hubcap somewhere. Yeah, I feel like it's not quite good enough. I like, no. I like, well, I like the hubcap, but it's more like for like a story running, or like a joke that falls flat, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, and that's not what you just did. No, but did. like the car crash joke was like a bad joke, you know? like oh, that's it just more fails like the, spectacularly? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jokes fall flat, like you put time into it, and like, nope, it's just not funny. Okay. You know, like, like most yeah. of your stories. No, nope. ah! they're all so good, and so not long-winded. Just like this open. That means they are. Silent, Long-winded silent and not so nine. good. Yeah, it's all right. You know, when there's not much to talk about in the uh, New York sports scene, it's a little hard to do an open to a New York sports podcast. Yeah, no baseball news, and football is just depressing. Oh, so depressing. Yeah, it's hard to be a Giant fan right now. Ugh. Sure is. Even the Jets aren't doing too well. Oh, at least they've won a game. Yeah, they won three. Yeah. 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 Giants are still sitting on the donut. Yeah. What do we, you want to take guesses at their uh, final record? I mean, I'm sure you're going to say 10 and 10 6. And six yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, thanks for blowing it. Wow. You know, in delusional reality. Giants fan. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We, we got to get a lot of those. Yeah. Just delusional fans, blank fan. Yeah, bitter and delusional blank. Um, you know, I'll go 6 and 10 for the Giants. <laughs> That's optimistic, I feel like. I'm 4 and 12. Yeah. Yeah. I could see realistically three or four wins. I can see us being like that team you don't want to face in December. Yeah. Like us finally getting good and us being like that team that spoils the playoffs for someone else. But we quit. That's the best so, we can hope for right now. We quit now. so easily, though, whenever the chips are down. Yeah. Like, Giants pack it in better than anybody. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And this is now dating back to last year. To the, yeah. The, uh, From last the year. The Ravens game, the Falcons three game. three in like 12. Yeah. In the past 15 games. Yeah, this is our worst start since like 73. I think we actually were three and uh, 14. There you go. Way to be specific. That's good. That's how you so win. Bad. Yep. That's a hmm. what's that's a, over a full season. Three and fourteen. Yeah. So there you go. A, I'm sure Coughlin Math. will keep his job anyway. Oh, well, and, and he should. deserves it. Yeah. yeah. It's not Coughlin's fault. It's Reese, honestly. They they don't have enough players. Enough exactly. Players. That's, that's, that's the GM's fault. To be fair, they almost pulled the Yankees. They got good players that were really good a few years ago, and now they're just getting old and kind of resting on the laurels of what they had already done. Although I do like the John Beeson acquired. You know, if he could he ever looked, get back. He looked good in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, enough football talk. Yeah. Chris, what are we going to be getting to on the show today? Today we're going to be talking about playoffs, not that they matter to us. Uh, we're talking about the A-Rod and uh, Anthony Bosch lawyers getting into a little scuffle. Awesome. A yeah, hilarious. A little fisticuffs. Talking some closer usage and how, you know, managers are taking flack for not playing their closers in the eighth inning. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about what we've done on the website. Yes, and then we'll get in some Yankee and Mets talk. Not that there's a whole lot to talk about. No, there's not, but we'll fabricate some. Yeah, we'll make we'll some. We'll give you something up. to listen to. Mm-hmm. And if not that, we'll give you nonsense. Sweet, Delicious nonsense. Sweet underage nonsense. <laughs> Did we use that in the. Uh, oh, we, I, I, took out, I took out underage. You took out underage. Yeah, yeah, I thought, you know, we don't need to go quite so much, so heavy on the pedophilia. The, yeah. We like our, our nonsense barely legal. There you go. Yes. It's in New York, I think that's 17. Is mm-hmm. it? Well, not 18? No, it's 17. 17. 17 is the age of consent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's only if you're like 19. Under no. 21, I think. Maybe. Okay, yeah, something. No, I don't think no, so. No, I don't think a 50-year-old. No, I think it's right. I think it is, I think it is 17. I, I think, think it's 17. And there's the three-year grace thing or something. I don't know. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Flo Grace Moretz. <laughs> All right, we got to figure <laughs> out wow. how young we can have sex with girls. Well, is we'll Flo Grace again. Moretz, the girl who's playing Carrie, is she supposed to be 17? Or in real life, do we know how old she is? I have no idea. Yeah, no, do I. And I don't know why we're talking about Chloe Grease Moretz. She's good in Kick-Ass. Yeah. Carrie, she's in some I Carrie I really movie. like Kick-Ass. Really? I've never yeah. seen it, either of them. I heard the second one's good. 
I didn't see the second one. I saw the first one. I liked I heard, it. I heard Nick Cage is good in the first one. Yeah. Big Daddy or whatever. Yeah, he's good. He's a crazy man. He's a crazy man normally. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't mean in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean in real life. Very you know exception. he was almost Superman? I know. Kevin, yeah. And Kevin he, Smith was going to write the script. This is the worst looking con- uh, costume, too. Do you yeah. see you see Nick Cage's son? Do you know no. what he looks like? A meth head? Yeah, he's this crazy goth kid. Who's the, who's the mother? I'm not sure. It's pretty sure Nick Cage has, like, immaculate conception. He just spawns. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, what is it, when a part of your body falls off and then it grows itself? Like a worm? Yeah, but, uh... Like regeneration. Kind of, but it's asexual reproduction. There asexual division. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's our science uh, yep, tip Scientific week, podcast. Yep. Besides cooking meth, we also know other science stuff for Ron Washington. <laughs> Every episode. Yep. Yeah, Set your watch complete. by it, folks. Usually, usually towards the beginning. <laughs> and then it's sprinkled in in the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he like, track us down. Want to just make, him, make us smoke crack with him? Yes, yeah, ask <laughs> us for the promised drugs we keep offering in an interview. I'm pretty sure last week you did say you know his dealer. I think I am his dealer. Oh. After the Walter White fall, you know, somebody had to come in and fill the void. Hold on, so Breaking Bad doesn't end with everything working out all right? Is you know, I haven't seen it nor alert? any of the series. Spoiler alert, it kind of does. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, well, spoiler The alert. universe still lives on in the uh, spinoff show now. That's going to be a prequel. Better Call, oh, is it? Yeah, Better Call Saul. Yeah. No, the lawyer spinoff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look well, forward to that. Well, work a prequel, I guess. It's going to be on AMC? <clears throat> yeah. But now, it's going to be a drama or comedy? I, feel like I don't know. Should, like, isn't a that dramedy? like the main dramedy, yeah. com- uh, comedic hopefully relief from that single show? single cam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arrested you got to get style. the two guys in there, too. Uh, what was it? Huel and Bill Burr's character. Yeah. I saw that movie Red State for the first time. They're all in it. I, I think this might be enough movie talk, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it's like the cast of Breaking Bad. Red State? Yeah, it's uh, Brian Cranston... One of the meth dealers, like the stupid-looking kid, the one who gets like Badger, yeah, or, uh, Badger, Skinny Pete, Badger. Okay. And uh, there's a couple other people. Hold on, there's a Skinny Pete in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Skinny Isn't there a Skinny Pete, Pete in uh, Seinfeld, or is that Slippery Pete? No, the, Simpsons, the guy with the Frogger the, machine. The Simpsons dancing no, Pete. Seinfeld, the guy with the Frogger machine, when he has to get oh, somebody. Yeah. I think it's Slippery Pete. No, like mm. Stinky Pete, maybe. I think it's Slippery. But yep. Okay. I guess Seinfeld one of those names you can put any like yeah, adjective before it. Makes it better. Filthy Pete. Slimy Pete. Yeah. Spanky Pete. Ugly Pete. Industrious Pete. <laughs> Pete and Pete. There you go. Talk about a great show. I missed that show. DVDs just were released Sleep recently. your shorts? Mm. Also, Nick released all that early, mid-90s stuff. Are you afraid of the dark? Roundhouse. Or what was it? Roundhouse? Yeah, Roundhouse. Yeah. That was the one that predated... Dude uh, Ranch? Oh, no. Hey Dude? Hey Dude. Hey yeah. dude. Yo, that's uh, Ben Stiller's wife, Melanie. Oh, yeah? I always had a thing for that girl Brad on the show. It's It's been a Wait, while. No, who's the, what was the girl's name? The brunette. The only character I Bradley remember from Hey Dude was Sponge. Who was the girl? What was the girl's was name? Was that Salute Your Shorts? No, Call no. us up, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call us up. Let us know the girl from... Hey Dude? Hey Dude. <laughs> Not Ben Stiller's wife, the hot one. I don't know. Again, this was 20 years ago. All right. Uh, that's crazy. So, fitting a little sports talk here. Yeah, let's get to the playoffs. Playoffs. Pui going crazy last night. Yeah. yeah you finally. see the dancing bear... On the thing that got ejected from the game, he started like dancing on the. Oh uh, yeah, and then there's also a, the a video of a bear playing tetherball yesterday that was floating around the internet, dead spin and whatnot. Big dare be- bear day. Yeah, dare bay. Dare bay. We're gonna have our own secret language on the show. <laughs> Only those who know can know the dare bay. The dare bay. But yeah, the uh, playoffs been pretty good. Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched them. I've gotten a little more into them than I care uh, about. Than a lot, I lot of pitching, a lot of comeback wins. Yeah. I was very wins. angry when the Red Sox came back the other night. Right, it, it Big Poppy's grand slam. Well, no, the game before the no hitter, like you yep. know, one out in the ninth. I'm like watching get two outs in the ninth and lose the no hitter. Yeah, I was getting ready to uh, to text our resident outsider, uh, i.e. Red Sox fan Steve oh, Lewis, yes. and then of course they come back and I'm like, I can't give him a congratulatory text. No, definitely <laughs> not. You can't support the Red Sox in any way, shape, or form. No. Nope. Although Luke was, was rooting so hard for them in 2004. Harder no, I wasn't. Oh my God! You had the Red Sox pumpkins. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. That you guys fucking ruined because yeah, you guys are, them. yeah, because you guys are such petty. Yeah. Well, they were right fans. to smash them. No, yeah. they weren't. I spent how it was hard to well, do who those. Who would carve a Red Sox logo into a pumpkin? It because would take you an hour, more probably hours. How long did it take you? I don't even. I think I just carved the words B O S. So, because I, I don't have the artistic capabilities to carve like an intricate logo. You're not a professional pumpkin carver. It's not a very hard logo. It's just yeah. a B. No, and the reason I did it, it was more, it was less pro Red Sox and more anti Yankees because the Yankees, oh, okay. the Yankees had just well, done something okay, that had then. never been done in history, which hate, was hate, lose hate, 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 after being up three zero. And you guys go and you freaking ruin my pumpkin like a bunch of childish Yankee fans that you are. And they were right to do so. No, they didn't. Yeah, it's personal property. <laughs> I should have sued. Yeah. Small claims court. I still might. Has the statute of limitations ran out? I'm not sure what the statute of limitations are. On my pumpkin. On pumpkin Either way, it's seven years, so yes, they've run out. Hey, way to do math. 2004 was seven years ago. No, I'm saying seven years the statute of limitations for oh, any crime. Oh, right, because we all know that. Anything under murder, yes. You don't know about statute of limitations? I don't Very know that seven years. It's yeah. out of anything. The only statute of limitations I know is pursuing your doctor, and that's like two years, not seven years. <laughs> no, I'm talking about that. You, you get in if you commit a crime, they can't prosecute prosecute you after seven. Prosecute. <laughs> no, no matter what the crime, unless it's murder. No, they can yes. they can do rape. They, they did they yes. do cold case rape. Nonviolent crimes, I think. Oh, okay. assaults. Oh, there is a statute of limitation, and there is a statute of limitations on rape too. That's why all, the, all those Jerry Sandusky kids, like a lot of the statutes said, uh, expired. So that's why he's out and free? Yeah. Because he kept doing it up until recently. But I'm saying the ones he did it to like 30 years ago. No, they're still getting paid. They could be getting paid, but it was inadmissible in court. Maybe. You have no idea. Well, well, we're on the topic of lawyers, and since we clearly don't have anything really good to say about the uh, the playoffs, because again, we don't care. Well, so I care slightly more than you, and my theory is is that since. I was I've been out of baseball because the Mets have been so bad since like mid-August, and you just got out of baseball in September. That you're still in that cooling down period where yeah. like you just want nothing to do with you baseball. Literally said Whereas the same me, thing word for word. No, last week. see, 100. Yes. percent I thought about it. Chris will back me up here. We talked about that on the post-game non-podcast outside. We did not talk about it on on the show. I think he's right. So thanks for ruining that for the audience. <laughs> Nobody had heard me podcast. say that. That's why I, I thought about it and I did it anyway because it was not said on the podcast. It was said in our real life and I know you think your real life is a one big podcast <laughs> that the whole world gets to enjoy. It but is. But in reality, Maybe it should be. it's just yeah, exactly. record everything. Oh, he I like the real life Truman show. He wants to. He's constantly saying, this is the stuff that needs to be on. Like This <laughs> is the meat of the podcast. Well, that's only when I'm eating wings or something like that. So do you have anything else to talk about on the, the playoffs? Uh, no, just wanted to make that point that uh, what, I'm a little more into it than you because, yeah. you know. What do we think about the dominant pitching I've had a so chance far? to recharge my batteries. Um, the offenses good. have been non-existent for the most part in all these games. Yeah. That's kind of surprising. So. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Not a much. Shoot nope. up a mall. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so... So on the, the legal they talk... They do a little lawyer. A little yeah. Lawyers bull rushing each other. Yep. Yeah. We have on one side uh, Luke's favorite food slash sexual organ. Joe Taco Penis! <laughs> and on the other side we have uh, Luis Ayaya. Ayaya. Okay, so the I first he was question... The pitcher, but he's not. Yeah, I know, right? It's, uh, maybe he is. Uh, maybe he's well, both. that's Luis Ayala. And is this, this guy's name is... Oh, Julio Ayala. Okay. Yeah, Maybe they're brothers. Cousin, yeah. 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 have to be related. So apparently one... they got into a little uh, scuffle. I guess uh, Ayala said some, or no, Taco Pina said, Taco Penis, I'm sorry, yes, said something about uh, Ayala's wife, and really? they bull rushed each other. Hell yeah. Is that I his think... wife in that picture that nobody else could see uh, behind you, him? Uh, no, I believe that's Taco Pina, so that's oh. probably not his wife. That's as we do some horror. visual just comedy. Some saucy freaking Spanish piece of ass. Yeah. So I think the biggest question is, is taco penis hard shell or soft shell? <laughs> I guess it depends what he's looking at. But <laughs> Sounds pretty angry, so I'd say he's uh, he's a hard shell today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where else to go with that joke, but I like the name. Taco <laughs> penis? It's weird that you have a picture of him next to your bed. Taco penis? Yeah. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> well, I actually, no, I don't. 
See, I, I feel like the, my favorite lawyer. I hope the audience knows like when we're joking. Like I was listening to last week's, Folks, and we made no way do we ever joke. We made Everything a joke like Jeff's like, yeah, Luke's like Luke likes granny porn, and I go, no, it's gilf porn, and then we don't talk about it. <laughs> so just to clarify, I don't like gilf porn. So do I'm a I'm a funny guy, <laughs> and so most of the things you hear are for pure comedic uh-huh. sake, not because they are uh, statistically true. Factually I love, correct. I love another week with more porn, porn talk. <laughs> Got to get it in. Yep. Porn and Ron Washington. So, okay, so they bull rush each other, then what happened? Uh, apparently they had to be separated, separated. by other lawyers. So almost, they weren't able to fight? Almost came to blows no. in one account, and then not almost came to blows in another account. So there's conflicting reports? Yeah. Okay. I think we have to get someone on the taco penis beat. Yep. That's true. Yeah. Just, uh, just do TMZ for taco penis? Or just <laughs> troll the Mexican gay bars? <laughs> Okay. Jeff knows those. You can you can be on that one. <laughs> Jeff knows all the hot spots in the city. <laughs> in uh, Juarez and uh, El Paso and other places. Yeah. I've, I've learned from the show uh, The Bridge on FX. Yeah. Never even heard of it. It's good. I think it was renewed for a second season. Oh my god. This is the Entertainment Tonight podcast. <laughs> Talking Hardly. Bridge. The Bridge. Um, okay, so yeah, they almost fought. That was crazy. Yeah. I wish they did fight. It would have been of nice course, to see. Yeah. They should do a pay-per-view. Mm. Just do like... A-Rod in one corner. That should settle other, everything, like, too. Staring at each other. No, well, it should be a tag team at... match. So yeah. A-Rod and Taco Penis versus uh, Ayala. Bosh and Ayala. Yeah. To decide who gets does, suspended, does who Bosch gets sued. Get, Steel cage does Bosch get to have steroids or no? Yeah. I think yeah. I think they should get steroids. Well, yeah, so he, Bosch should get like needles, needles that he can just yeah. you know do whatever he wants with them and A-Rod can get a bat. <laughs> okay. Maybe a floozy. Yeah. Or baseball with numbers on it that throws to girls. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to see it. I'm so you, that's how they should decide it all. I would Honestly, pay I'd pay it. for that over any kind of boxing fight. Anyway. Yeah. What about A-Rod having sex with Madonna or Kate uh, uh, Hudson? Would you pay to see that? No. No. I don't pay for porn. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Not, but what if it was the only way to see it was to pay for it? I don't want to see my I'd wait like a year and then okay, someone yeah, would fine, post fair enough, it. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. You never have to pay for it. But that looks disgusting now. Yeah. You're oh, starting yeah. to get that, that Joan Rivers Kate Hudson, look. Kate Hudson's hot, though. Somewhat. Yeah. yeah, Kate Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> it's agreed. Kate Hudson's yeah. hot. Kate Hudson could get it. Is she still in movies? I feel like. I think she's just starting to now that she's finally escaped um, No, Tom you're Cruise. thinking of uh, not Kate Hudson. Katie. Uh, Kate, not, oh, Holmes. Katie yeah, Holmes. Yeah. Which one's Kate Hudson, then? She's the daughter of... Um, uh, Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell and Melanie Griffith? No. Or one of Goldie those. Hawn? Goldie Hawn. Wait, yeah. yeah. Goldie Hawn, yeah. She was in all those rom-coms with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I don't watch that garbage. The one where... Like, they're on How to Meet a Guy? No. Some of them. Is A-Rod still banging his way through the 80s pinup models? I hope so. Tawny Katane. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one who broke Steve... Somebody's nose, one of the pitchers. Steve Sachs? No, pitcher. Steve Sachs wasn't a pitcher? Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, Steve Avery? Is that a person? Yeah, it might have been Steve Avery. I feel like he wouldn't have dated fucking Tony Katane. But Steve Sachs would have. Yeah, it wasn't Steve Sachs a Dodger? Yeah. So LA would make a little more sense than Atlanta. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what a conversation! Um, it's somewhat, very it's, off, it's off topic today. No, no, yeah. not really. I, compared to some shows, I, guess. I think this is as on topic as we get. Um, <laughs> Any other playoff thoughts? No, we, I mean we're already you, off the playoffs. Do you want to give us uh, our weekly picks again? No, we no. In advance? I feel like we do that every time, and it's yeah. pretty that's, pointless. That's stick, stick. I think. Well, I had the Dodgers over the Cardinals, and I like the Cardinals. I think in the series. I don't know. After last night, I sort of like the Dodgers again. Yeah, I'm, Ryu, I'm still on the Ryu cards. Beated Ken, and then fucking <laughs> Zaggett's yeah, next. Yeah, because you thought he was going to be bad because he was bad in the first round. And if he's going to be good, that's a big deal. And then Puig has also been bad, and he had a coming out party last night. So you know, if you're going to get contributions from those guys, I like their chances more than I did 48 hours ago. What about Red Sox Tigers? Um. So what's that series? One one, right? Yep. I like the Red Sox in that one. I mean, You've I'm rooting hard happens. for the Tigers. Like, I just feel like if any team deserves it, it's the Tigers. Yeah. Like they have so much talent, and it's not for like except lack in of their bullpen. Tr- yes. Where they have no talent. Yes. They must be paying like crazy luxury taxes. The Tigers? Yeah. I mean, they're not. I don't. Well, we should have got this piece of information before the show started, but I don't think their payroll is. Like they have to be Prince Miguel Cabrera. But they also Berlin. got a bunch Miguel of guys Cabrera's who aren't not making crazy money yet. And they also have a bunch of guys that aren't making crazy money. Yeah. 
Well, they and their owner Tory doesn't Hunter care. Contract. No, I know yeah. he's trying to win before he dies in the yeah. next you know, day or two. <laughs> but, like, you know, they traded for that rookie, Jose Iglesias. He's obviously yeah. making pennies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Alex Avila is making much, and he's a decent contributor. Um, they have Fister, though, under, like, a decent contract. his father the GM? I'm sure he worked out a nice little contract Who's there. That? Alex Avila? No, really? Yeah. His father's the GM? I believe so. Really? Or one of the assistant GMs, yeah. The AGM. Yeah, see, this is the kind of stuff we got to do before the show, so we have a little stats to back up, mm-hmm. but it's all good. That's research. Yep, too much. God knows we're not going to do that. So, I guess those are our playoff thoughts? Yep, they are <laughs> happening. That's my thoughts on the playoffs. Yep, they are true. They are not a mirage. They are going on as we speak. Hmm. Hurry up with the World Series. I need resolution to my baseball. So, let's move on to uh, talking some closer usage. Been seeing a lot of teams uh, bringing in their closers in the eighth inning now, and I love that. I think more teams should be doing that. You got to get your best pitcher in in the best position. The uh, Rivera method, they call it. Yeah. Hey, it worked. Look what happened all those years. Yeah, I agree. And I think you know a lot of times you run the risk of not getting your best pitcher in in the opportunity where he's going to be the most effective. But of course, then you end up with things happening like uh, the other night where the Red Sox come back on a garbage bullpen. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't uh, upgrade their bullpen better at the trading deadline. They brought in Jose Vera as the closer of the yeah, Astros, yeah. the ex-Yankee. Ex-Yankee, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's just not a good enough increase. I mean, they should have... I don't know why nobody got Kevin Gregg or, like, one of these other guys. I guess Kevin Gregg and Jose Vera are pretty interchangeable, but... Um, but they I went into been... the season knowing that was a flaw. Yeah. Right. And they, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they went were into the so season desperate being like, they got Valverde well, back. Just not, right. And who was, their, guys, who was their young really? guy that they were expecting to be the uh, closer? Rondon. Bruce Rondon, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, that's your answer, Tigers? You put together this all-star team of, like, you know, great position players, great starters. They get Scherzer comes out and becomes an ace, even though he wasn't expected to be before the season. And with all that, they just leave their bullpen completely unattended. When Joaquin Benoit and Al Albuquerque and Phil Coke are your best arms in the bullpen. Is there a person named Al Albuquerque? Yes. Yes. Oh, is there? Yeah. Is there? It's not not a prank call. (laughs) (laughs) You going to hang up on me now? Say I'm doing it wrong? That's great. I was listening to the game on the radio the other day, and they kept like saying, "Like, yeah, Leland won't use Coke in a big spot, you know." Like, <laughs> uh-huh, just, uh-huh. And then a big lefty comes up, yeah, and there's Phil Coke. Well, no, he didn't come in. He did. Ortiz. Well, no, they should have had him come in. That's what everybody was bitching. But Phil about. Coke's terrible. No, I know he's bad Coke. Yeah. Yeah, he's chopped up. He's, he's most weak, he, he's, he's weak he, shit. No, he's mostly uh, baby laxative. <laughs> <laughs> Our weekly Coke joke for all you guys out there. Mm-hmm. For all you Josh Hamiltons. <laughs> Brought to you by Ron Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Washington's beakers. You can't make meth and crack without a beaker. <laughs> yeah. Ron Washington brand, brand beaker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I can only imagine Ron Washington brand. Um, oh, yeah. We could go off in yeah. so many different ways right here. Ron Washington brand used condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Just use it again. <laughs> <laughs> there's all, there's all these little curly hairs all over them. Oh. <laughs> Rod Washington brand. Colt 45. <laughs> the gun, not the malt liquor. <laughs> you got to rob a store somehow, you know? To steal some Ron yeah. Washington brand malt liquor. Exactly. Honestly, someone should come out with, like, little dime bags with Ron Washington's face on them. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with Ron Washington brand steel wool. Got them WMDs here. Got that Ron Washington here. So uh, <laughs> I wonder, like, who's the baggie? Like, I guess there's a company that makes baggies. Just yeah. Different types of, like, well, I but know. not for rock purposes that, like, these other little baggies supposedly. Well, no, it's they're button bags. Yeah. For your yeah. spare buttons. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I keep all my buttons individually bagged. <laughs> I do have a lot of buttons, you know, that. Yeah, they're just in the corner, though. <laughs> yeah, I've been losing a lot of buttons for my pants recently. <laughs> Yeah, getting a little too tight. Yeah. Too tight around I mean, the Granted, old. I bought most of my clothes when I was in, like, 11th grade, so. <laughs> yeah. been, I think, I think been... me and Jeff have gone shopping a combined, like, three times since uh, 1998. <laughs> We're right. not shoppers. We're just living yeah. the, uh, the filthy rich dream. Yep. That would explain the uh, the Power Rangers shirt you're wearing right now. Yep. You're wearing a Power Ranger? No. Oh. This is party, party. See, I'm trying to be humorous, okay. and you guys are just, you know. <laughs> I wasn't sure because I, I thought he might have been wearing a Power Ranger. It actually looks like yo, it looks like a straw, almost doing like something. Good more. podcasting? Yeah. No, it doesn't <laughs> look like Describing our shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing a WFN shirt last week. Nobody said anything. Oh my god, I can't believe we missed that. <laughs> I know, right? What the fuck? Right, so yeah, guess. so close usage. Yeah. Um, so people are changing their close usage. One person who's not changing what they do is Freddie Gonzalez. Uh, Craig Kimbrell 
did not have a. Uh, well, again, this stat, yeah, this stat's according but, to Mike, so I sort of don't believe it, yeah. but he, that he didn't have more than a three-out save the entire year, which yeah. is pretty crazy. No, there's some, there's some closers, like, psychologically, who can't do more than three outs. It's just I bizarre. think they, they baby Kimbrell. Uh, well, they baby a lot. All they the baby everybody. Yeah, but I think Kimbrell's at another level. But he's young, though. They don't want him to yeah. Exactly, Tom, and he's Tommy so good. Look what they did with Mo. He was doing, you know, two, three-inning saves all the time. It was a different time, though. But he, I think ago. if you're looking no, at you know, still... skill-wise, that's probably your only comparable player. No, well, th- that was active this year, yes. Yeah. But I think when you look back, you know, you could put him in the class with, you know, the Gagne's when he was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he has better stuff than Hoffman ever Hoffman had. Hoffman was never all that great. He was just very consistent. Yeah. And K-Rod. He, he was just so small Crod. in a big situation. Yeah, Crod. Crod Mandoon, uh, <laughs> something on fire, sort of fire. Crod. It was a Comedy Central show for like six yeah, Cro- weeks. Cro- oh, yeah. Crowd Mandoon, and Sword the, of Fire. And like the Sword of Fire, yeah. Something like that, yeah. It wasn't terrible. It was, basically, it was pretty bad. It was funnier than the movie uh, Your Highness. Oh, well, that was a horrible That was movie. one of the worst movies I've ever like. Yeah. And you, How did the movie get made? To yeah. have uh, Kenny Powers in a, such a bad movie was so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I take it, Chris, you didn't see it? No, I did not. It's right up your alley. It's like fantasy. No, it's like, not up his alley it's because not it's a movie. Alley. Chris is not. As you know, I've never seen a movie. I don't watch anything past, you know, an hour. Really, 45 minutes with commercials. That's all my attention span is. Game of Thrones. Unless it's a video game. Game of Thrones is an hour. True. But I read those books. I have that attention span. Yeah, you have the attention span to read, like, Dostoyevsky on your iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't have the attention span for a movie. I do all my reading on my iPhone on a small ass screen. That's so crazy, and you're a big reader. Yep, I mean, that's very. It's crazy. good for your eyes, I heard. I I fully expect to be blind by the time I'm 30, yep. so I'm trying to get as many books in as I can over the next two years. I eat blind a lot of and with carpal tunnel. Yep, well, I already have that. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're just gonna look like a gnarled hand after mm-hmm. a while. Fingers pointing every which way. I'm gonna look like Nosferatu by 35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. So you're saying you have progeria? What? Was when the little kids like age. Oh, I rapidly. know what progeria yeah. is. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to this current sentence. Yeah, the, the <laughs> reference wasn't right because Nosferatu doesn't look like he has no, progeria. Yeah, it's just somebody older at a younger no, age. No, it's just you <laughs> wanting to get out a word that sounds funny. Yes. That's all that is. Progeria is pretty funny. Ha, <laughs> progeria. See, Chris, that is funny. <laughs> stupid. Oh, come on. I at, saw the Mori the... episode where he's like having him hide yeah. in like, oh, my God, that's like terrible. garbage Jack. bins and like. Disguising themselves as bookends. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I miss it. Um, oh, I mean, it was like 10 years ago. The end of the movie Still Jack with Robin Williams, they had, like, actual pictures so of people talk. with progeria. This is a man that owns, like, I think he lives yeah. in, like, a house made of <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Not even real DVDs. Luke used to, growing up, Luke had over probably 300 VHSs in his closet. Well, yeah, that was before, like, DVRs, yeah. or, like, if yes. you wanted to watch something, you needed to VCR it, yeah. VHS it, whatever. You still had hundreds of movies. So now it's yeah. a, what, a stack of worthless magnetic tape. Yeah, I assume I you threw them out, out years out, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Moved, probably. Yeah. Or didn't your closet get flooded? Yeah, downstairs. I don't yeah. think the tapes got ruined, Those but up to, yeah. good podcast. Luke's yeah. house talk. <laughs> well, let's move on to some, some other talk. How about we talk about the articles that we've been working on? Uh, if you've been following our website, you'll see I posted an article on the five things Yankee fans should be optimistic about. I'm not going to just read the article you know, to you guys because you got fucking eyes you can read. Um, but I'll go over it real quick. You know, Maybe Luke could talk about what he's working on. Yes, my article, uh, Top 5 Reasons Met Fans Should Be Optimistic, with the, the accompanying piece, Top 5 Reasons Yankee Fans Should Be Pessimistic, yep. should be out uh, any well, why day Why don't now. you give us, give us one of the things you want to talk about this week? So, what why Mets fans, fans be should happy? be optimistic? Um, oh. Let's see. you got to think about this. Good talk. Um, so, I think one of the uh, words... Um, Jesus. <laughs> Put you on the spot. Right? See, okay, so A, there's not so much to be optimistic about. I think you can tell that by my stumbling well, over hopefully my hopefully you make a big trade. Hopefully, even though Rocky said right, you're not see, trading like, cargo or too low, hopefully you could probably want them away from them. Yeah, that's but I feel like, like that's a little... Uh, too intangible, untangible Gene to like Car- to Gene talk. Carlo, I'm not Mike Stanton. So I mean, my be optimistic are more... about a big trade. Yeah. Um, so one of the things, weak division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were third in the division this year, and like for the most part, we sucked this year, right? Do you see yourselves being better than third though in the coming years? Well, if we were, I, I see ourselves being better, right, than we were this year. And if this year our quality of play got us third, 
I think if we're better, there's no reason to think that we can't get up to second. Um, so you think they can be a better Washington team than the Nationals? Strong at the end, though. Or the Braves. I could see the Braves and Nationals flip-flopping next year. Well, okay. If, um, so on one the, of the, one of the things to... as far as the division on the schedule is there's no way we're going to have as bad of a record versus the Marlins next year. Like, we had such a horrible yeah. record versus them. But I think you can assume the Marlins are going to get better. So it could Fine, be, but it not could, maybe not a lot though. What was their record against Marlins this year? Oh, like three six, and ten or no, something. All right, that's six, pretty bad. Six and eleven, I think, or something like that. Okay, seventeen sure. right. games. Yeah, in the division. But a six and eleven on a team that's improved. I mean, but I don't know how much you can really say they're improved because they're not going to be improved on offense. And the, the you could see a sophomore slump potentially from Fernandez. They could trade Stanton. But you don't know if that'll make them better. Yeah. I don't know no, why. No, I they think would, if they trade though, Stanton, it'd oh, make, make them worse. worse. Yeah, right. why would they trade Stanton? I mean, I know they're saying. To get younger, to... better. No, I know, but, like, he's still so young. He's, like, 25 at the most. But if they're not going to be ready to compete for another two, no, three years, then it makes more sense to trade him for a couple, yeah, you know, younger more... prospects. So and you, you can, can get, a, you know, them. someone's number one prospect for Stanton yeah. right now. Oh, definitely. Probably a one and, like, a four. So I think that is a, that's a move you can make. But it's not a move the Mets can make because I'm pretty sure if they trade him, they're going to trade him for a bat. And we don't have that bet. No. Like, I could see them trading him for the next Will Myers. But I can't see him trading him for, you know, Syndergaard. What about him for Darno? Sure. And plus Syndergaard. I mean, I would do it. Well, I'm about plus Syndergaard. I would definitely do Darno straight. They wouldn't, he they wouldn't like, do it straight no, up. Darno and Syndergaard. Hmm. I'd have to think about it. I think the Mets, I don't really I think the Mets wanna, would do it. I don't really want to give up on Darno so quick. Yeah, no, I think Catcher's they, a very hard position know, to fill. And if we could have, like, that guy at catcher for the next ten years. Mike volume two. Um... You know, he's not going to be that good, I don't think. More yeah, steroids. I wouldn't want to move Darno. More gay weathermen. <laughs> um, I think you, uh, if you're going to move someone, you move a pitcher. You know, you got the progression of Zach Wheeler. That's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Him, you know, potentially anchoring the staff and taking – he's got a prime opportunity with Harvey going mm-hmm. down to grab the bull by the horns and just kill it next year and become, you know, the ace of the staff and make Harvey, like, wonder where his position is because <laughs> Wheeler's that good. Yeah. I mean, they can hope for that, but – I still think 2015, Harvey's your ace. Wheeler's number two. Well, not only that, but Harvey come back from surgery, it might take him a whole nother year. So now you're talking about 2016. No, no, no. Well, no, no, no he, he'll pitch, but he might not be the Harvey uh, of old. Uh, yeah, they say it takes back. some time to get the command yeah. back. Exactly. So you have Wheeler's progression plus Harvey's, you know, degression because of regression because of the uh, the injury. Mm-hmm. And I could see, you know, Wheeler being the ace of the 2015 staff. Okay. So you should say it's all about 2016. No, it's all about 2014. <laughs> it's not all about 2014. It's not all bad, but it's the first step. Yeah. You know, I you mean, yes. To, you have to win, like, 83 to 85 games. Yes, I win. agree. Um, and, you know, so when you hear other people talk about why the Mets should be optimistic, the name you hear a lot is Juan Lagares. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. name you don't hear is uh-huh. Eric Young Jr. And I went – I don't have the stats for front of me. I went and looked up the stats. Eric Young Jr. is the better player. Lagares hit like 242, yeah. four home runs. He's young Lagares, still. I, I think they, they feel he's, upside. He's is four there. years younger. So, so he's, 20, he's 23 yeah. instead of 27. Yeah, 27's um, not a prospect. You know, Eric 27's Young, the prime great career. He doesn't need to be a prospect. Bro, How? why is a fourth outfielder leading the NL in steals? He led the fucking National League in steals. That's a fourth outfielder? No, That's okay, not so someone not. you can find a spot for? Okay, but yeah, he has to get on base a little bit more. But fine, sure. In the Mets fine. Well, he had a better average than Lagares. He hit like 253 compared to 242. So you completely done on Lagares. No, I'm not. My point is, all this love for Lagares is a little misplaced, and EY Jr. is being overlooked. That's my point. I haven't heard anybody talking about either one of them, but yes. Well, yeah, I, you're I'm not talking to Met fans. And no, and Met fans, for the most part, unlike this podcast, aren't talking baseball right now. You know, they're decompressing from the fucking shitty yeah. season. They're talking about the impending wedding of uh, Darren Meenan and Kelly Musso. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the first Ooh. podcast to mention the, the nuptials between uh, Darren Meenan of the Seven Line and his uh, soon-to-be beautiful bride, Kelly Musso. Okay. <laughs> Just throwing it out there for the world in case you care. I know you don't. Yeah. Um, Lagarde. So, you know, those are a couple reasons to be optimistic. Okay. And yes, obviously the biggest one is the promise by ownership that this will be the off season that we spend money. Do you want do you want Chu for fifteen million a year? For like three years, yeah. Four years? Uh well, less so. When you just since you just did your things to be optimistic about, I'd like to do what I think Met fans should be pessimistic about. Okay. And I think one of the things they're gonna have to worry about is like you said with the Chu. This year, there's the three pretty big outfield names Ellsbury, in free agency. Chu. Ellsbury, Chu, and Granderson. Granderson yeah. One of those players is going to be the next Bay. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And the Nets have to hope they don't get that guy. Yes, I, I can see it being Ellsbury. I think it's Chu. Chu's the guy yeah. that's going to fall off a cliff. 
But if Ellsbury doesn't but see what stay Chu healthy, does she hasn't. is more is less prone to a cliff falling off of because he's just like an on base king, and like so he's unless not, he's up against lefties. Fine, but whatever. Like that was his thing this year. That's why he's going to get the big contract. I think he mm-hmm. was like second in the National League in OBP. Um, so that's a skill that shouldn't decline. You know, it's not like oh he hit 40 homers, he's going to come to City Field and it's going to decline, or oh he stole a bunch of bases and he's going to get old and not do that anymore. But like he, OBP is an easier stat to replicate and keep at a certain level. Yeah. And so if that's what he's going to bring, if he's just going to be that 460 on base guy and therefore score 100 runs, you know, I feel like it's a little more slump proof. Yeah. I don't know if it's as much slump as much as just... And we've also seen, as far as those guys, like Ellsbury's the guy that's already had that type of year of, like, just sucking. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, the inju- it's the based on injuries, though, him not staying healthy. Sure, but he's he had one year where he played, like, 110 games and just sucked. I like Chu because he did it in a terrible Cubs lineup, you know? And uh, <laughs> I'm saying... Not a Cubs? No, I'm saying in the past, and he's done it on the Indians in bad lineups in the past. He was he's, never a Cub. Yeah. Yeah, he was. No, he was an no. Indian and a Red. Indian and a Red. That's it. Yeah, so I, I was him on the Reds initially. I, I forgot. The and the Reds are a bad lineup. I think we can scratch this point. Okay, thirty-six oh three. That is the edit mark. That uh, we should just take that Jeff point out of the show. No, because he did it decently on the Indians. You know, with fine. A, but the whole thing was like you, you. Your point was something to do with like a bad lineup. Yeah, and he's been in good lineups. That's the point. No, I'm saying that Indian team was on wasn't a great lineup. No, it wasn't a great lineup, but it wasn't like some cub like he put up my point worthy yes, lineup. Fine, but he put up good numbers. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, the guy puts yes. up good numbers. That's why he's going to get a contract. But Bay was putting up good numbers right. before he signed a big In contract. In Fenway, though. No, oh, and Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah but Pittsburgh his he was amazing. Jumped when he got the but 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 we would have signed every day of the week for his Pittsburgh numbers. Sure, mm-hmm. like his Pittsburgh numbers were fine I agree. I agree. and above average. My point is that the the Mets have to get lucky and not pick the wrong guy. And I think there's a very good chance that Chu may be the only one that actually reaches free agency, because I think. I think both the other two will likely take qualifying offers. Okay, but so there's also some lesser free agents, and I really think that that's where Sandy's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems like, you know, granted we haven't had the money to spend, but he's, his M.O. seems more to be, you know... The Eric Young like, Juniors. And, well, and what the Red Sox did this last year. Like, get a Victorino, get a Napoli, get well, a couple of they 10... They got real lucky that Napoli had they a hard did. problem. And like, yeah, and he only had a one-year contract, yeah, right? Exactly. Sure. Like, that's going to hurt them, actually, now. The Red Sox, right? Yeah, because now, now he's going to command a big Now he's going to get that big deal. Yeah, so that literally hurt them. So, like, I think Napoli's a guy that we could potentially go after for first base for power. Yeah. I also think Michael Morse. You have power um, first base, though. No, we don't. Not really. You can't have faith in Ike like no, that. No, well... I mean, I'm down to move Duda on from or... Ike and Duda to Napoli. Yeah. I think that's an upgrade. Okay. Um, but yeah. not so much for the money you'd pay. Well, so that's where like a guy like Michael Morse comes in, who can play first base and right field, and he's just he's going to be available. Pow- I've seen yeah, the Mets going for and him. He's a uh, you know good home run guy. Yeah. Um, and he, I, we, we need to look up his numbers in Seattle, but I think he continued to uh, hit some homers in Seattle, which well, is a comparable ballpark. Seattle's talking about spending money this offseason, season, also. They, yeah. there's they this, there's this that, idea yeah. that since the owner died, yeah, they're going to want to spend money. But I don't see it. How crazy that he never went to one game. He only exactly. the entire. History basically. He had he really never went to one game. That's he had insane. nothing he to do with Japan. the team. Yeah, he was oh, the president of Nintendo. Of Nintendo, yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. But now that it's transferring to more of the baseball operations, I don't think that they're going to spend the money just yet. Why I would mean, you own the team if you didn't ever even want to go to a game? I don't know. I guess I guess it was profitable enough that yeah. you know, it was just a business. And I mean, even when I believe. The team went to Japan to play a game. Yeah. He didn't go. He didn't even go. That, that really blows yeah. my mind. He never saw his own team play. That's how you know you're stupid rich. Yeah. He's then again, don't have time to fucking this deal is, with. I can't give him crap. This is a man that turned Nintendo yeah. from a card game company yeah. to what they are now, which granted isn't what they were ten years ago. Yeah, but still. But it's still Nintendo. Yeah. Basically uh, paved the way for all video games. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. They they brought the video game to the home. Yep. Another couple of outfielders I think the Mets will be interested in is uh, Hunter Pence. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a pretty nice year. Um, yeah. Uh, Nelson Cruz on the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Carlos Beltran. Uh, Kendrys Morales, more of a first baseman. Yeah. You know, I think th- that's the grouping of guys that well, we're going to go for. Beltran's going to get, I think, decent money. Beltran seems to be interested in going to the Yankees. The Yankees yeah. yeah. yeah he, he, wanted, he was willing to take less money to go to the Yankees than the Mets back in, what was it, 2004? Yeah, we didn't want to offend the delicate Bernie Williams. That's crap. I wish he would have come to the Yankees. But he'll be there. He'll get his wish. 
we got somebody instead of him. I think we went with Sheffield instead of him. Or no, Sheffield was an Sheffield 03. Sheffield was a trade. Yeah. Um, was he 03? I thought he was earlier than that. Was he on the 01 team? No, Sheffield. No? Yeah, he came in 03. It was his first year. Um, him and Matsue. Mm. I wouldn't mind the Mets looking at Steven Drew for our shortstop yeah. uh, gap. I think that would be an upgrade. Yeah. So I think like those type Reyes? of what middle. About, you could get Reyes for pennies on the dollar. I don't know if we him. could. Uh, Toronto's actively shopping him. Are they? Yeah, they are shopping thing. him, but mm-hmm. I don't think the Mets have what they want. No, we probably do. I can see them want pitching. Do you think Syndergaard is worth Reyes? They do I don't. It for less, I think. If, if, they, if the Mets are willing to pay the money, I think they take uh, B-level pitching, maybe two B-level pitching. No. Prospects. No. This is, it's not a money move for no, them. No, but I feel like they would want to blow up some of this stuff. I mean, if I was the Blue Jays person, I'd give them another year. You just, you, I mean... Mm-hmm. Granted, Dickey didn't have a great year, but I think that's probably what you could expect from him going forward. Yeah, he had he, he had, had the year games. I expected. He was real bad at the beginning of the season too, so that kind of inflated everything. I'm sure figuring out how to pitch with a knuckleball in a closed stadium yeah, had something, something to do with it. Yeah. You know, you don't have the the random wind eddies coming in. Yep. Maybe there's just some big fans up in the in the place. But see, going into the season, people were saying that that was a reason for optimism for Dickey was because the no weather, like his worst games when he was a Met were like rain games that mm-hmm. there was a rain game in Atlanta where he like got lit up for 10 runs um, so because of the controlled elements inside that it should only help his knuckleball but I think it takes some of the randomness away which makes the knuckleball such a powerful pitch this is this I is going to take some studying yeah we have to go down to the the Big Apple Baseball wind tunnel with the Big Apple Baseball little, uh, uh, science team yeah well, lab um, coats and shit Mythbusters yeah. mm-hmm. way to say it at the same time yes so, yeah, yeah, I love I love Beltran though on the Yankees. Yeah, I hope I hope he's our right fielder next year. I love year. that move. Yeah, him so, and Soriano. What oh. you guys need are starting pitchers. Yes, you you well, guys. We're, we're bidding on that guy from Japan. That's what I I was optimistic about our starting pitching prospects. I think they're going to go real hard after Masahiro Tanaka. Yeah, I think he'll be solid. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't Kuro, know. I think I they think still Kuro have a little bit of uh, buyer's remorse from Ko, uh, not Koji Har. Um, uh, who's Kei-Gawa. that guy? Kagawa. Yeah, but. I think that's like one of the reasons they haven't been in on the Puig of the world. But I think that's, that's the successful. reason they didn't go after you, Darvish. And yeah. now they, they realize that, that bit them on the ass. Yeah. So now they're going to... And it's going to be but like see, that. Also, you're going to get burned, you're going to win. And you don't get, get burned. burned with the posting fee either. So it's like, you know, it's not as bad as it seems. Yeah. You know, with under the 100, you know, 89. Yeah, the, the posting fee yeah. doesn't go to the luxury exactly. tax. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's enough uh, starting pitchers on the free agent market for the... Uh, Who? Homer Bailey's the best one. No, Matt Garza. Yeah, sure. I'm All right, Garza. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, Garza is the best. I think. Irvin right? Santana. Uh, yeah, no, he was you. good. He was this very year, good. I I don't and trust he, Irvin Santana. Ricky Nolasco. Oh, thank you. Tim Lincecum. Hell no. Mets should get him though. If I Put him give, in the I give Lincecum a low concert, a low contract. AJ Burnett, you guys I, want I, AJ Burnett? AJ Burnett said he was retiring if he I, doesn't stay with the Pirates. Honestly, you know who I could see you guys getting? Bartolo Colon. I take him back. Yeah, in a second. I can see that. Um. You got Jason Vargas, Javier, nope. uh, Scott Feldman, nope. Phil Hughes, yes. Jason yeah. Hamill, Paul Mahalam, Tim Mahalam Hudson, I'd take. Roy Halladay. No. Halliday, Halliday had his chance. Halliday? No. Halliday hasn't been Halliday in Josh two years. Josh Johnson, Dan Heron. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Bruce Chen. No. He's this is a bunch of terrible good. pitchers. He was good this year, Bruce ah. Chen, actually. There are some good ones. That's what I'm saying. So if you're going to spare and go for the Japanese guy. He's just such a uh, unknown. I'll take it still. He's All got right. good pitches. I have faith in Phelps this year. I think Pineda, yeah. I think Pineda hopefully makes the rotation. But you can't have know, faith in Pineda. No, I don't have faith no, in Phelps. No, but I, I, I have a feeling he's going to be in the rotation. I think him, by default. him, yeah. him Nuno, or... Um, Warren. Warren will have a spot, I think. Yeah. They're going to be the number five. Like I said in my or article, even, I think it's going to be it's going to be CeCe, Nova, Tanaka, Pineda... And then one of the three. Fine. But Maybe Corona. To that, I Could say it, that's nothing but question marks. You have no ace. Your ace is either hopefully Nova continues to get better, which now that you're asking more of him is becomes less likely, or CC turns it around and becomes an ace. Then you have an well, no, unknown three. He was three great and, at the beginning of Nova, too. He was 16-0 and 0 or something over the like, a season, the end of one season, the yeah. end of the other one. I have a lot of faith in Nova. Okay, yeah. Well, next season is not going to be the end of one season, then the beginning of the next. It's going to be a whole season. And can he really be the ace for a whole season, or can CC return? 
return to his ace. And you got a nobody that you don't know from Japan as your three, a Pineda who's injury and young and never done any good besides the first half of the year in Seattle as number four, and then a bunch of guys who the majority of baseball don't know and Warren Nuno. But uh, that's if that's your five, I think the back end of the rotation can be very strong. Yeah, Phelps. Oh, it has good. it has Phelps upside, yeah. but it doesn't have guaranteed consistency. No, I uh, I agree with that, but so I think could be better. I think Fine, our three, but, four, but, and five can be very strong. So you say they're all young, so they could be better, and I say they're all young, so they could be bad, so or they could point, be inconsistent. My point to you is they're going to be no worse than Phil Hughes. You can literally camp any worse than Okay, Phil great, Hughes, so fine. Yeah, so Unless you start so, so let's, the ball. So let's sign for the non-playoffs that you made this year, no, because but, all we need to do is, root, is duplicate Phil Hughes's uh, output, and then you're fine? Any pitcher's going to be better than that, literally. But that didn't get you anything. No, but if he's better, then it will. If you add two games to the fifth starter... Then we win 87 games, and we're three games out. Instead. Oh, good. Yes, yeah, you're, you're, you're three games out of the playoffs instead of five. And good so, job. You, you really took a well, big no, step I think forward. Pettit was bad at the beginning and injured. Sabathia was terrible. I mean, if he's, if he's as bad next year as this year, then we're not making the playoffs either way. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I think CeCe's the big wild card yeah. here. He has to sure. get back to some form. My point is your rotation's a wild card, that there's questions abound about the rotation. Sure. But it, everything broke the other way last year. Everything broke bad. Yeah, and there's no reason to think everything's going to break good. But I think no, you can assume it won't be this bad. Yeah. See, I disagree because you had Kuroda and Pettit hammering stuff down for part of the season at least. Pettit You're not going to have Pettit that. Pettit for like at the most eight weeks, we'll say, at the absolute most. Pettit was good at the end of the season. Yeah, so but saying, at that Kuroda point, Kuroda went to crap. Yeah. Fine. Well, so, so put together, that's a whole season of good above-average pitching that you do not have on your team right well, now. Kuroda make come back. I, th- I actually start with the feeling he's going to go to Japan I could and see him. finish up his, I could see him his career that. there. See, I Maybe feel like this is good talk. Eagles. Like when we get like actually like pissed at each other, like yeah. you're fucking so stupid, you <laughs> fucking idiot, <laughs> you ignorant you really son of a bitch. The, the passion come out. Honestly, it's just when Jeff is just so stupid that. Gets <laughs> <laughs> stupid about what? Say that nobody's going to be as bad as Phil Hughes. I think it's a valid point. Uh, it would be pretty hard your, to be that all bad. All your points are. I mean, I've seen T's pitch better yeah, than Phil Hughes. Pitching machines. He gave up less home runs. He turned average hitters and all-stars, Phil Hughes. That's <laughs> what he did. And I, I have we a have feeling CeCe can figure out, maybe maybe start relying more on the changeup. Yeah. Especially the righties. Pitch instead of just being a fucking mongloid. He was going a little too heavy into the slider. I mean, Jabba cost us probably five or six games. All right, Jabba's garbage. Exactly. So yeah. He's off the team, so it's at least two wins. I think I would give up less homers than Jabba. Yeah, in big spots. Yeah. I mean, with my my forty five mile an hour heater. I call it an Ephus pitch. It's actually my fastball. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you want to talk some uh, Mets prospects? Eh. Or did I have something the Mets should be pessimistic about? Eh. We're at the forty seven minute mark. Oh, it's come done. on. It's done. Yeah, I'm done. Ta- you've, uh, no. We didn't even hit our awards. Yeah. I got shit written down right here. We could do the awards. Or an so, A award. Some brief end of season awards. Yeah. I think I'm the only one that came up with anything, though. Yeah, I mean, we didn't do our homework. We, we apologize. I'll have my homework for next week. Plus a column posted by the end of the day. Yeah, 150% you won't. You've been uh, saying well. that for weeks. All right, I just want to bring up one thing that I found hilarious while doing research for this column. Okay. And then we can, we can wrap things up. So... Do you guys know, our listeners, how much on average the Yankees spent per plate appearance for their third baseman? Let me take a guess. So, so basically, we're doing how much A Rod and Euclid made. Yeah, David Adams. I'm not going to count because right. he made. And Vernon Wells is one game. We're not going to count. Yeah. About Reynolds. So Reynolds, we're paying the prorated part it? of his contract like, because he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you know, he was released, so he was making yeah. major league minimum from the Yankees. We he only played oh, a few games. He was pro- he probably got paid somewhere in the range of a hundred thousand dollars from the Yankees. I'm not going to factor that in. Yeah. So money per plate appearance. Yep. Like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh no, that's just a hundred thousand dollars is just from Euclid's. Euclid made a hundred thousand dollars per, per plate, plate appearance, slightly more. Is that, is that good value for your, uh, yes. for your spending uh, dollar? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm oh, surprised. Wow. I'm surprised he made that many plate appearances. To be honest, uh, I think it was hundred and eighteen. It's crazy. I would have guessed like twenty. The 40. Yankees spent no, a quarter like of May. a million dollars yeah. per plate appearance from third base. Yikes! How much? A quarter of a million dollars. That means every every day, if you can assume four plate appearances a game, they spent a million dollars on third base. Wow. To get nothing. Yeah. So. Wow. That is that might be the worst spending of money I have ever heard in my baseball so, career. So I think 
what do I remember hearing? Like, what was it? Marbury, like, hit points scored for... I remember there was something in baseball where it was similar. Some guy got, like, $25 million for the year and <laughs> only scored, like, you know, 500 points and it averaged to, like... Basketball, you're Yeah, hundreds about. of thousands of dollars per Eddie point. Cur- Eddie Curry, probably. Maybe. He's, like, making $18 million. But 250000 for a plate appearance, that's a lot. Well, Clemens, he was making, like, a million and a half per start that half But season. that's a pitcher. That's different. Yeah. Right, right. This is these are everyday players. This is something. I mean, two, a quarter million, and at bat, you're right, gonna get four at bats a game. That's right, a million a game. That's a million dollars a game. Speaking of Clemens, you know that girl Mindy McCready committed suicide. What? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, like a, two months. Waited to reel the podcast, <laughs> right? Listen, I wanted to kill her, and he took him from me. So, <laughs> God. <laughs> Mindy, you're out there. <laughs> nanu, nanu. <laughs> what is that? You talk to the dead? Mork and Mindy. Were they talking to the dead? Sure. I don't think they were. <laughs> no, I'm saying Mindy. Yeah, they were like aliens. Oh, Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's play the word association with get Jeff with game. Ah, uh, game with Jeff. Game of Jeff. All right, well, I think we officially ruined this podcast at the <laughs> yep. very end. Yeah, that's that's a good way to derail it. So I guess that's I wonder, it for I this week. I wonder if she did any porn McCready before she... Uh... Yes, yeah, so it's just, <laughs> just hammering a uh, little porn talk, even if it doesn't fit. <laughs> So no one else have anything to uh, to contribute? Any more random references to dead movie stars? Uh, River Phoenix. Did you know Walking Phoenix is River Phoenix's brother? Yes. I didn't know that. Really? How many Phoenixes are there in the world? It's Arizona. They even look They're like all related. Yeah. River Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, and Phoenix, Arizona, all related. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just walk around being 107 degrees The Dark night. Phoenix from X-Men. Yeah, Jean Grey. Yeah, related. Talk about ruining a mo- a great comic book plot in a terrible movie. We don't X- even need to get into that. Yeah, that movie was terrible. They're acting like X Men. They're so this spoiler. No, this no, new, no, real quick, no. New X Men movie. They travel back. Honestly, in time, are we going to change the, the name to Big Apple Movie? Thirty seconds. They travel back through time. It's called Days of the Future Past. They're going to change the continuum so the third one never happened in Good. the movie. Good. That's it. And that's me being silent. Yeah. Luke, Luke approves. So, just remember, everyone, to check out our website, BigABaseball.com. BigABaseball.com. More uh, more columns being posted daily. That's right. Possible check it pornography. out. No pornography. <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter at BigABaseball. Send us an email at podcast at BigABaseball.com. I'll let the other guys give their Twitters. Jeff? Jeff's not here, man. Jeff with an S. Jeff's not here, man. And uh, Luke Podwalker. I'm getting followers every day. Twitter's blown up. You want to be one of the one of the early ones to follow me. That's right. Get on it. So that's all, folks. Next week we will actually have the award show that we've been promising, and possibly the Joe Girardi interview. Oh, yeah. If you we missed should, it, we should get like some good award music for the show. You yeah. Know, to, like play in the background like we do with Revisionist History. Joe mm-hmm. Girardi's daughter screaming. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> I'm just gonna knock his mic down at like the 30 minute mark. <laughs> just have a two person podcast. Yep. You know I mean? Could you imagine he'd be so pissed? What about <laughs> like, I came up from Manhattan? What about the uh, Joe uh, Gerard interview? That was great. I hope we're, everyone enjoyed we're, we're it. Replaying it after the yes, uh, we'll, re- we'll replay yeah. it again with added content yeah, after start today's at the fifty-five uh, minute mark. Just listen for it. Yep, <laughs> it'll be great. And I think that's all, folks. See you next week, or hear you, you'll hear us next week. Don't forget to get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Hope everyone has a good day. Vim no caixão, vou bater palmas Imaginar que morto aquece uma alma Estou a rezar a Deus, a pedir que extermine Vendo-me o diabo desde que ele te humilhe Dá-me a oportunidade, eu acendo o rasquilho Não há piedade para um abutre tão mesquinho Ar, ar, quero ver agora a 